Hi, folks. It's another episode of Pillow Talk, but this one's going to be a little different. Um, if you've been living under a rock, which I don't think most of you have, there has been a lot of issues in the country that have come to light over the past few days. The killing of George Floyd was clearly and blatantly what it was. We'll call it what it was. It was murder. Okay? The officers involved in that all need to face charges. Bottom line, period, the end. But also at the same time, it's clear that as a country, it is time to reevaluate our relationship with law enforcement and there needs to be some changes. I understand that this message might not be coming across, um, you know, from someone who's necessarily had to deal with these sort of issues with law enforcement. Look, at the end of the day, we are three white dudes who sit in an office and record a podcast about drinking beers and degenerate activity. So to sit there and say that my message is the end-all truth in this and our message is the end-all truth in this, it is not at the end of the day. We do, however, want to take this opportunity to speak about this issue and let it be known that what has occurred in the past and what is occurring right now is not acceptable when it comes to how people of color in this country are treated. And we want to encourage our listeners to participate in that conversation. And the reason being that it has become abundantly clear that law enforcement is not serving its prime directive in this country. Its mission of protecting and serving in communities is not being executed on an equal level. It is being executed on a very unequal level. And then unfortunately, due to the policies that are pushed by the federal government and the state government and the gullibility of local governments, we have turned our law enforcement agencies into this country into glorified paramilitary organizations that do not have an advantageous relationship with the communities that they should be serving. It's become abundantly clear that there has been a clear disregard for uh, select citizens' lives and freedoms. And that should not be tolerated. We need to remain angry, use our voices, and begin removing those from the system that seek to continue and perpetuate the same cycle of inequality and violence in this country. That perpetual cycle of inequality must end, and that's not negotiable. I encourage all of our listeners to think about this. Be vocal. Look at ways they can help. There are several causes out there right now. Petitions that can be signed, donations that can be made. This isn't the time to be static on this issue. This is the time to actually participate and help and be a vessel for change. With that in mind, I do want to go ahead and open this up to the rest of the boys here. And we're just going to talk about this a little bit. I do also at the same time want to go ahead and address that this is going to be the last episode we're putting out for a while. There are a lot more important voices out there that need to be able to get their message out. And it would be inconsiderate and frankly bizarre if we continue just putting out our usual content during this time. So if you're expecting new episodes of the boys sitting around drinking beer and yelling at the sky, it ain't going to happen for a while. So with that in mind, Chris, Will, the floor is yours. All I really want to bring up is the 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 beautiful, um, the beautiful words you had to say earlier, uh, talking about people that are saying no, don't protest like that. No, don't protest like that. If you are literally 
advocating against the the protests that have been going on. Fuck off. Uh, agreed. I mean, at the mm-hmm. end of the day, I think a big thing that's lost in translation here and that what a lot of people don't understand is there is, you know, especially white people, obviously, out there on the internet hiding behind their keyboards that like to say, I agree with the message, not the protest. I agree with the message, not the protest. They said it about Colin Kaepernick. They've said it about Black Lives Matter when they have been peaceful in protesting, which is the vast majority of the time, Mm -hmm. because clearly there are opportunistic dipshits out there. I happen to see a lot of them happen to have white skin most of the time who are taking advantage of the situation, Mm -hmm. co-opting the movement and trying to hurt that movement. It's bullshit. Plenty okay. of videos that have been uh, being put on the internet of people that are actually participating with the Black Lives Matter movement uh, stopping white people who have you know some sort of handkerchief or something around their face mm-hmm. that are either uh, trying to smash in windows or are uh, you know spray painting BLM on the side of a fucking Starbucks or something like that. It's, it's, it's call it what it is. It's horseshit. Yeah. It's horseshit. It's chicken shit. Yeah. It's chicken sit, shit sit, behavior. There and, 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 and being some fucking white dude walking around with a mask on saying, Oh yeah, I'm all about the cause. And then you're not actually, you're not protesting you're, with the cause. No, you're, you're, you're out there to, to do some dumb shit. No, you are taking full advantage of the situation to fill whatever, you know, void in your life for needless destruction you have. Okay. So Stop showing up if that's your intention. You're not helping. Okay, no. you are you are setting people back who are trying to very clearly and deliberately have their message sent, and you are undermining that message. No negotiation on that. You know, full stop. If that's your intention, stop showing up. Okay. Because there is a there is an important message that needs to be heard right now, mm-hmm. and it does not need to be undermined by again a bunch of white dipshits who want to go break stuff. Yeah. Okay. This isn't this isn't a limp biscuit song where you get to live out your power fantasy or you know whatever your version of revolution is. You're not helping, and you know it gets back more and more to the point. You know again. There are these idiots out there who say, oh, well, I agreed with Kaepernick's message, but I didn't like the protest. Oh, I agree with Black Lives Matter's message, but I don't like the protest. No, you just don't. Oh, I don't like the rioting and looting, but I agree with the anger and the frustration. You keep trying to set an impossible standard for these people. Mm -hmm. And instead of being able to say, you know what? Maybe I should be pissed off too. And maybe Mm -hmm. these people are right. Absolutely. Yep. You know, instead of undermining them every single time that they are rightfully pissed about what's going on in this country. If yeah, the, uh, the, the, the thought of, of, um, shunning someone for the, the, uh, use of their first amendment is, is absolute horseshit. Uh, yeah, I just, I don't know. It's, 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 it's very, very upsetting to see, supposed you know big fucking quotes on that supposed uh uh oh you know so pro-american yeah you know i love my love my amendments love my freedom of speech and then to go and sit there and and 
and, and, and hush somebody. Yeah, and then tell someone to basically sit down and shut up, and, oh, and I'll just fucking uh, talk about it, but don't talk about it. Yeah, trust yeah, yeah. me. You know, it, it, it's like you know the video that came out of uh, Minnesota of the people who were on their front porch when the police and National Guard yep. rolled down that yep. street and Light lit them up. up with pepper ball yep. guns when they were mm-hmm. on their front porch. Yep. Not breaking any of the rules of the curfew. Yeah. And I, you have these dipshits out here who a couple weeks ago were fully kitted up screaming their heads off at state capitol buildings about being able to get a fucking haircut. But yeah. then the moment that these people don't go inside their own home, mm-hmm. don't retreat ground to what looks like, I'm sorry, a bunch of jackbooted fascists rolling down the street, mm-hmm. and they are just assaulted on their front porch, call it what it is, and then they okay. say, oh, yeah. my fellow citizen, when the government instructs you, you must listen. Fuck you, people. Two weeks ago, you were about ready to fucking show up to state capitals yeah. uh-huh. and act like a bunch of fucking dipshits because yeah. you couldn't go get your fucking hair cut. Yeah. So um, stop being if... inconsistent on your messaging. Stop being an idiot when it's convenient for you to sit there and say certain things. And then you see something else where you might not necessarily agree with it for whatever reason. There's common ground to be had there instead of being an idiot yeah. and sitting there and going like, Fuck the government one day and then getting down and kissing the toes of these oppressive idiots the next day. Mm-hmm. You don't get to turn a blind eye when it's convenient for you. No. You and that's don't. A, and that's essentially what yeah. is going on. Yeah. Yeah, like that's not how it works, a lot of people who um who when this all starts going on and the looters and everything going on, all the destructive behaviors, uh, you don't get to just call that out but then ignore the rest of the message and ignore everything else that's going on. Mm-hmm. Not that I agree with it, but you can't just stop there. You can't just be like, well, they're looting. So obviously the entire the entire message and the entire thing, the, the looters aren't the people delivering the message. They're just, again, they're, you're using the opportunity. You can't stop there. And I think a lot of people turn a blind eye to all of the positive things and all the change that people are trying to make. They just, they just turn a blind eye. They stop there. Like, I know people that are just focusing on the looters and the destructive behavior and not listening to the people who are being peaceful and not seeing what the police and the government are doing against those peaceful protesters. Oh, yeah, but, you know, at the same time, Will, you have to understand, everyone will always sit there. Well, not everyone, excuse me. Idiot white people will sit Mm -hmm. there and they will say, I wish these protesters were more like MLK. You know, Dr. King had a powerful, resonating mm -hmm. message. Fucking idiot white people love to sit there and throw the MLK card out there. And it's like, wait a second, hold on back up no fuck you because mlk by most of white america was viewed as a very divisive figure Mm -hmm. up to his death Mm -hmm. and that wasn't right okay mlk did advocate for peace okay and guess what in the south whenever they would assemble for peaceful protests you know what they were met with a bunch (laughs) of racist dipshits hosing them down with fire hoses and unleashing Mm -hmm. dogs on them and batons so even when they were peaceful they were violently accosted by the police so i don't want to fucking hear it our own federal government the fbi was wiretapping him yeah because they viewed him potentially as some sort of dangerous you know yeah like revolutionary (laughs) because apparently everyone having the same rights is revolutionary yeah, uh, apparently. I mean, it's horseshit, okay? It pisses me off. It's an inconsistent message, and we systemically carry that forward. Mm-hmm. And it is our duty to 
make sure that that is righted, okay? I don't know if that's retooling things. I don't know if that's just gutting it and starting over again. What I do know is 2020 is an election year. And at the end of the day, the most important thing you can do is you need to look at your local officials and your state officials. And you need to decide, have they done a good enough job? And if not, you need to find someone who might do a better job. And just because you might elect that person who promises to do a better job, you need to also hold them accountable at the end of the day. Hold their feet to the fire, make them sweat, make them nervous, make them afraid, and make sure they do their fucking jobs. They're called representatives for a reason. Mm -hmm. They represent you. Absolutely. And at the end of the day, at the local and state level is where we begin effectuating a lot of this Mm -hmm. change, in my opinion. Okay? That's the bottom line. There are, you know, countless other things that could be done about this. And again, we're not the end all on this, but I'm also sick of white people who say, I don't have any answers for how we could start changing this. Now, listen, I'm not saying that my points here and our points aren't the way, are, you know, 100% the way to go. They're not the end all be all. Because they're not the end all be all. But I'm also sick of people, you know, white people who just kind of casually pass the buck on this and say, I have no idea how we begin solving this. Because no, there are ways we begin solving this. I think first and foremost, the most important thing that we need to realize is prosecutors and law enforcement in this country have a very incestuous relationship with each other. You know, they have an advantageous relationship with each yeah. other where they are ultimately at the end of the day set up to Take be in weird own. situations where they did not immediately go out and mm-hmm. prosecute these officers in, uh, you know, Minnesota that had, you know, taken George Floyd's life. They murdered him. Okay. Because there was a weird relationship there where they probably felt weird about going forward to press those charges immediately. It took a couple of days for them to arrest the guy who put his knee on George Floyd's neck and literally took the final air out of his lungs. And they only days. It took him days, and they only did that after everyone started pushing back. Absolutely. Yeah, and I've, at the I'm, same, I'm really curious as to what the evidence that they were looking for to go through with that was. It's on fucking video. Yeah. I mean, this is so yeah. clear cut that it's disgusting. And even on top of that. Look at the uh, three dudes down in Georgia who literally chased down some black dude jogging on the street. I am sorry that I don't remember his name. You know what? I did not do that prep there. That's on me. But at the same time, the prosecutors in that instance didn't pursue charges for two plus months and tried to say that it followed Georgia's guidelines for a citizen's arrest. These people formed a fucking armed posse, chased this man down, and gunned him down in the middle of the street. And it took two months for them to decide that, hey, something doesn't look right with this. Mm -hmm. And again, because the guy was a former cop, okay? The 60-year-old, he was a former cop. He knew most of these prosecutors, and most of these prosecutors recused themselves and didn't want to go forward with investigating their former colleague or... You know, bring in the heat against them. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that's an independent agency you need to have. I don't know what that change looks like in that regard. But clearly there's an incestuous relationship there that needs to have some sort of delegation of power separated out in there. So that when the law enforcement apparatus in this country does do things wrong, we're not sitting back, you know, waiting to see if something yeah, will happen. They, yeah, they, they need to be checked instead of someone holding their hand saying, nope, don't worry about it. I got you. I'm going to take care of you. Yes, the, the good old boy mentality in this yeah. needs to be yeah. done away yeah. with. And in oh, addition, well, there's well, no way he would have done something wrong. I've known him for fucking it's, 30 it's trust, years. It's, yeah. it's trust but verify. Yeah. Hold him accountable. 
And at at the same time, another big issue in this country, police forces at the state level and the local level need to be demilitarized significantly. Okay, the Pentagon's entire approach of selling surplus military gear, or excuse me, giving that on grants Mm -hmm. to these local municipalities because we've somehow created some perverse incentive with the war on drugs to give them all this quote-unquote badass military equipment that these agencies don't need, okay? And it incentivizes them to go around acting in poor manners because you're giving them literally all this military equipment and turning them into a paramilitary organization. And that is not what law enforcement in this country was ever meant to be. Mm-hmm. You, it, it's, it's, yeah, no, no, no police agency truly needs an MRAP by no. any means. I, I can't you know recall I mean? the yeah. last time I heard American citizens were running around, you know, digging holes in the road, putting IEDs mm-hmm. in there to yeah. disrupt police movement. Yeah. Like, th- this is fucking whack. The National Guard has that stuff because, A, they are a component of the United States Army, and, B, because they are the ones that... Uh, would be called in in the event that there were roadside bombs and shit like that, and it truly was escalating to that level. Not because cops want to fucking How drive the, down yeah. the street in one and and then start threatening protesters. Absolutely. No, get the fuck out of here. We, we, we don't need our police in this country wanting to be a knockoff National Guard. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know, a lot of that we can and say. And a much better protected National Guard at that. Much better protect, protected uh, from from a legal standpoint. Absolutely. Because I'm sorry, if you look at at anything, if you look at any of the rules of engagement or anything mm-hmm. uh, overseas, if a uh, if, if 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 a marine or a soldier or someone were to detain someone and then start putting their entire body weight on their neck, that dude would be in the brig for fucking. Ever for that shit, but it's okay for cops to do to our own citizens. No, so it's it, unacceptable. You, you, you know, you know what I mean. It's 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 you, you. They have this this weird euphoric, fucking insane asylum where they expect everyone going overseas to be perfect, and you get shot at, but they put the gun down. Guess what? You have to let him go. You stop fighting. But, but this dude is literally handcuffed, laying on the ground, and you can kill him, and we probably won't do anything about it. And this it. was over a fake $20 bill. Right. I want to let you guys know, look, I worked in banking for four years. I had my fair share of counterfeit money come across me. I never called the fucking police on these people, mm-hmm. okay? There's a set procedure in place with how you deal with this. And calling the police and the police rolling in hot and heavy like they did over a fake $20 bill. And it was probably because the guy was black. Yeah. Let's just call a spade a spade. And that is the biggest load of shit. There is no need for that kind of force over a fake $20 bill. That, again, we don't even know if the guy knew it was fake or not. Okay? We don't know if George Floyd knew that bill was fake. Do you know how many people I would have come into my branch, give me a stack of 20s to go deposit into their account, and then I would find like, hey, this one's not real. And they would be genuinely surprised. Businesses that would come in and bring money and be genuinely surprised to learn that 
one of the bills just happened to not be legal tender. Okay? So, it's a complete over-excessive use of force. I don't know about you guys, but I have never in my life uh, handed a cashier a $20 bill and had them strike it to see if it was real or not. $100 bills, yeah. But I've had them do that, but the, okay. the point being that at the end of the day, a man is dead yeah. because of a fake $20 bill and overzealous cops. Yeah. George Floyd lost his life over the pettiest shit I have ever heard. And we want to pretend like there isn't an issue with law enforcement in this country mm-hmm. and the mentality. Especially talk about the training where you'll hear them parrot the point, it's better to be judged by 12 than carried by 6. Yeah. Mm. Um, that is such a I... toxic way of viewing that. And again, it gets down to the militarization of police in this mm-hmm. country. Yeah, yeah. The the, the, the more that, uh, that people think of it. So my best friend is a cop. Right. Right. This is someone that I have been best friends with, talked to literally every day for the last 16 years, is is a sheriff's deputy. And if he is able to literally be out in literal bumfuck Egypt, in the middle of nowhere where the closest backup is an hour and a half away on average, um, and if he's able to actually assess the situation and realize that, Hey, this guy's not a threat just because he's standing there or, or, or getting a little riled up. Yeah, sure. People get angry, but you're rolling four fucking deep. Yeah. I think that you probably don't have a reason to start freaking out as quickly as, 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 as you might think. Correct. I'm sorry. It's, it's, if, if, if you walk around with a badge and you're sitting there going, you know, thinking that you have to be, uh, you know, you're, Always watching your back, you know, keep your head on a swivel. Yeah, sure, I can understand that because as sad as it is, there are people out there that, that walk up to, to cop cars and, you know, execute cops and shit like that. Yes, that shit does happen, and I can understand why that makes you a little bit more sketched out. But at the same time, just because that's happened five times doesn't mean that uh, it's okay to go out 150,000 times and do the exact opposite of what you should be doing. It, and it, it comes yeah. down to the end of the day, your relationship with the community. Yeah. Stop turning your community into militarized war zones yeah. where you feel like you're going out literally into a militaristic setting every single mm-hmm. day instead of going out into a community that you were designed to serve. Yeah. Okay? At the public end of the day, you are servant. an agent of the government and public servant, and you are there to promote stability. And stability is not going around harassing, killing, murdering, all that yeah. bullshit. Especially, yeah, it's, it's when I was talking to, when I was talking to my buddy about, about that, I, I, I had seen an argument that, um, kneeling on someone like that is a regular police tactic. And I, so I asked my best friend about that. He Not said, on no, fucking nowhere neck. in uh, my police academy did they at all say that it was okay to do that. They were very vocal about saying, hey, make sure you don't impede their breathing. Uh, then I have, uh, I also have a friend that uh, he did 22 years in the Navy doing military police and then went to go and be a, uh, a 
uh, a police officer in San Diego. I don't, it's, it's not, I don't think it's for the actual city of San Diego, but, but out, out in Southern California. And I messaged him like, Hey man, um, I know when I was going through my, uh, security training and stuff, uh, you know, they were very adamant about making sure that you don't impede their breathing is, 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 was I making that up in my head? And no. Okay, cool. So you didn't, you're, you were military police. You weren't taught to do that. You were taught to do the exact opposite and then going out and becoming a, uh, uh, a local police officer. Uh, you're taught the same exact thing to not do that. Okay, cool. So who fucking thought that that was a regular thing to do? You know what I mean? I, I, that's right. And again, it speaks down to the training, the militarization that all needs to change Mm -hmm. wholesale. I mean, I think that is just one of the biggest issues we have right now with the mentality that police officers are equipped with when they go out there, because that is not to take away that those individuals don't have a hard job. They have a hard job, but at the same time, if you're going about equipping them with a completely toxic mindset yeah. on how to mm-hmm. issue, mm-hmm. how to deal with that issue, how to deal with that job day in and day mm-hmm. out, and you continue to militarize the tension, yeah, here, here's what the fruits of it bring you. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I, I can't. Police academy is typically what about six months? I think it's typically about six months, and the majority of the time they spend on how to end a situation rather than de-escalate a situation. And by end a situ- situation, I mean uh, shooting tactics and how to uh, shoot someone. That's where you're going to spend the bulk of your training. Like, I mean, that kind of speaks for itself. That's that's not how that should go by any means. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, if so. you're that fucking scared and worried, you probably shouldn't be doing that job. I don't, I don't think I want a nuclear physicist. Uh, I, w- I wouldn't want a nuclear physicist that has no clue what he's doing on anything to be, you know, dealing with anything nuclear. At, and. Like what you're saying is be well trained, be educated. Like I mean, yeah, be confident if, what you're if, doing. If 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 you're not if you're not confident in the job, don't fucking do it. If you're terrified, if if you're that scared, then don't to do where, it. To where you're on edge and you're jumpy and you're assuming everything is going to turn out to where it's a threat and you're going to have to draw a gun on something. No, you probably shouldn't be doing that job. You don't have the the the. Uh, the you're developing the, paranoia. You don't have you, the mental fortitude. The yeah, the mental fortitude. You're not. You don't have the mental age, or you know, you're just you're just not you know, the the mental maturity. To, to be in that situation and to, to instead of getting this crazy tunnel vision and say, oh, God, bah! Absolutely. And I, I think, you know, just kind of to bring us to a conclusion here, mm-hmm. George Floyd wasn't the first black person in this country to be unnecessarily murdered by law enforcement. George Floyd wasn't the first black person in this country to basically get a double standard of treatment where if I was a white person in that situation, if I was in that situation, I don't think I have four officers having me tackled to the ground with a knee on my neck. And that's even if they, they would have called the cops on you to begin right. with. And that's, that's, that's where this all you know comes back to at the end of the day is I can say confidently in that situation that I'm probably not on the ground with a knee on my neck mm-hmm. cutting off my airway. Yeah. 
but because George Floyd happened to have the wrong color of skin, he was. And that's the root of the issue at the end of the day, yeah. that that sort of behavior needs to be ripped out root and stem from law enforcement, from government in general, and from people's lives and how they view that. Mm -hmm. Because it's not hard to look at that and say from a morality standpoint, clear cut what was right in that situation and what was wrong. And if you disagree with that, well, sorry, I don't care to know you because you're wrong. Mm -hmm. Point blank, period, the end, you're wrong. So, uh, you know, we're, I think with that said, you know. Yeah, this isn't us saying, you know, obviously we're just trying to help keep the conversation going, keep the message going. If you're, if, if, if you're not sure how to think about it, do your research and 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 do the the thinking so that you can help the uh, help get rid of the underlying issue. Help 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 us move forward and help help a very large community move forward. And there are a lot of different ways you can do that. It, it, we're not saying you have to physically go find the city nearest to you and go. I mean, going to these these protests are one hundred percent a way to do it. But there's also uh, a bunch of different ways you can donate to, especially those, I mean, Cincinnati, there was a, there's a one going on for Cincinnati for a lot of people who were like illegally detained and yeah. have a bunch of fees and everything going on. And there's a bunch of petitions and things that you can do outside of even just the physical protest. So it doesn't start, it doesn't, it starts there, but it doesn't stop yeah, there. Yeah. There, there is a lot more that you can do, um, to kind of like do your part. And I think staying vocal is huge. Don't, don't just let it die out. Don't get distracted. Um, you know, stay informed, stay educated, stay vocal. Keep your eye on the prize here, yep. you know, and Do you know, I know none of the, of none of us in this podcast are particularly religious, but you know, there is the saying, love thy neighbor yeah. and love thy neighbor, regardless of the color of their skin, you know, make sure that we are, you know, pushing forward and, you know, uniting as one community here mm -hmm. to say that this sort of behavior by our elected officials and, our, you know, law enforcement can't be tolerated. And, it needs to change. And keep in mind, this isn't just a national thing. This is global. So yeah, yeah, this, yeah. And I, I want to say, I think this is one of the maybe maybe this is one of the first times I'm noticing it. But I feel like in every other protest in the past that have been based along the exact same thing didn't reach global. Yeah, you didn't have marches in New Zealand and Germany and shit. And they everywhere, that stuff. It's, London, it's, it's UK. Yeah. So. Um, that's why I'm stay no matter where you're at, stay vocal, stay doing what you're doing. Absolutely. So with that, we're going to call it a wrap here, folks. Like I said, in the beginning, probably going to be the last episode here for a while, because again, I think the, the eye needs to stay on the prize here, you know, stay focused and uh, most importantly, stay safe out there. Love you guys. Love you guys. <laughs>